Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really welcome your presence. I'm honoured by you being here. Um, we are on the topic of the RSS, the Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh. And we want to go a little bit more deeper into this. Uh, why it was formed, we talked about it on the last episode. We talked about um, the Mopala genocide. But we're going to go more into the Rashtra uh, Swayam, Swayam Sevak Sang today. And we will go uh, and we will explain what it is. Now, remember, I'm an ex-Christian. I was not brought up with this, okay? Um, I was brainwashed to believe that the RSS was... Uh, bad. It was fascist. It was uh, anti-India. It was uh, it was um, anti-Christian. They were bad people. They believe in thousands and thousands of gods. Uh, they want to kill all the Christians. This negative reinforcement reinforcement was indoctrinated into us from the time we were born. Literally, we are brainwashed to hate anyone who does not align with our point of view that is a typical abrahamic way of life and that was what we were brainwashed with by the roman catholic church uh we'll talk about that a little bit later but today we want to go into some into more depth and detail of the rss it was uh, formed by dr hegdevar uh, on in Narpo on the 27th of September, uh, Vijay uh, Dakshmi Day of 1925. So in keeping aflame with the spirit of freedom and endeavoring simultaneously to strengthen the cultural roots of the nation, marked the uh, f twin features of the character of the sun from the beginning and has till today remained its main plank. Every passing day has confirmed the validity of this philosophy we might waver a little bit here and there like everyone does but that is the basic plan um, the erosion of the nation's integrity in the name of secularism economic and moral bankruptcy incessant conversions from the vedic fold or the dharmic fold through money power ever increasing trends secession uh, thought patterns, education dis dissonant with the native character of the people, the state-sponsored denigration of anything that goes by the name of Hindu, Hindutva, the, the pers persuasive tendencies provide ample proof that the soundness of the philosophical foundation of the sun as conceived by Dr. Hegdevar is is continued relevance for the survival and health of the Hindu society and of the nation as a whole. Um, it is the, the RSS alone which has constantly been sounding the alarm against all these anti-Bharat um, groups and uh, relics of empires as I love to call them and they're right because it's exactly as an ex-Christian I can vouch for the fact that um, the uh, the Christian groups um, sponsored by foreign uh, Christian agencies, evangelistic agencies, Roman Catholic agencies, um, Islamic agencies, have uh, communist, Marxist, socialists have continued have continued their denigration and the colonization of India. Just because uh, you change the label on the outside from feudalism, from empire, imperialism to democracy doesn't mean anything changes on the ground. 
it's like you know like after the Nupur Sharma um, beheading of uh, Kahania Lal and all of those uh, you know the, the uh, Islamist when um, they said Sarkar aapke ho sakte lekin um, lekin janta hamara hai matlab you can have the uh, government in your name. Kya hota government? What's, what's the difference between the government? Uh, but the ecosystem is still us. We still control the ecosystem. We still control the streets. Our goons and our mafia will behead you when you want, uh, when they want. So the mafia ecosystem of the imperialists was still there and are still there. And that's what I call relics of colonial empire. And that's what I call um colonial arrogance that their insistence that we continue our allegiance to them in the form of religion instead of imperialism and um brainwash us to remain relics of empires is what i'm talking about and this uh, i can guarantee you it happens it happened to me it happens to every family they will give you fancy words they will uh occupy rent free space in the mind they will make you believe and and perceive that they're doing good for you you need to be with them you need to give them money all in all because they want to pull the blanket from under um uh under um bharat's feet now you'll ask but why there's so much of problems all over the world why don't they ha why do they want to come uh to bharat and and you know have a have problems have uh you know colonize uh, the, the land once again did they did they not do it for 1300 years 2000 years and did they not fail why do they want to go again because they are such arrogance and their this this abrahamic mentality is such arrogant such an arrogant narcissistic mentality they've made us arrogant they've made us narcissistic this mentality of us versus them uh good versus evil they are the good someone else is the even they they are the perfect pure religion and and everyone else is evil this us versus them um, god versus us is the colonial arrogance which is now rebranded as religion as faith and and on the outside they say well we respect everyone's faith and if you respect everyone's faith, you wouldn't be proselytizing. You wouldn't be asking them to convert because God doesn't need you to convert. God needs you to be good. What your interpretation of good is your business, not God. Um, we live in different lands. Our loyalty is to the land and to make and not to sit and pray like dumb fools uh, to God. That we've never seen in the name of sales and marketing managers called mullahs, tullahs, padres and pundits. But no, they still need to do that because they are so stuck in their mind. They are so indoctrinated and such slaves themselves. They cannot see you free. You need to be their slave because they themselves are slaves. So this happens all the time. And yes, if someone was not taking care of it we would have lost our civilization long time ago and uh it is thanks to dr hegdevar and his uh, um his passion uh that he created the spirit of freedom uh that he went uh he saved he, he saved this vedic nation he saved this vedic uh land the last vedic land if he had not it was not for his insight i guarantee you there would be no hindustan today because they would have wiped it clean um dr hektavar said often even if the british leave unless the people of the hindic uh descent the hindic 
the dharmic faith are organized into a powerful nation where it is the guarantee that we shall be able to protect sorry where is the guarantee that we shall be able to protect our freedom his verb his words have proved to be prophetic conjointly with independence part of Punjab Bengal Sindh and frontier areas were sundered from Bharat and four and a half decades after the nation's attaining freedom Kashmir remains a thorn in the flesh Continued efforts to make Assam an Islamic province, likewise, no holds hold bared efforts to proselytize by Christian missionaries continued unbated. Even an armed revolt has been engineered to carve out an independent Christian uh, province in, in the east, that is Nagaland. Such activities received ready support and unlimited funds from foreign countries and agencies keenly interested in destabilizing Bharat from the inside. Uh, because the problem always starts from the inside. It doesn't start from the outside. The sun alone has been the voice of the genuine patriotic concern in Mr. Politically inspired shibol sorry, shibboleths of undefined secularism, or the secularism scam, as I like to call it. Because there's no such thing as secularism. It's just a burqa. It's just a uh, burqa over you, a cover over you to pretend that they are doing something good. They're pretending that they're giving you social justice, that we're all living in one. But we can't because behind the scenes, they are brainwashing us day in and day out to be a relic of the empire so that they could use our human capital and our votes to rise up back to power. This is exactly what the PFI wanted to do in, by 2047. They've been, they haven't stopped since 1300 years or 2000 years. Why would they stop today? Uh, just because of some constitution? Do you really think they care about the constitution? No. So um, the idea of founding the RSS was conceived at a time when self-oblivion had overtaken the society. The struggle for political independence occupied the minds of the people, uh, and this was natural. However, uh, what was asked you was the tactic assumption that the event of freedom would automatically usher in a revival of genuine nationalistic values with the purpose receded during foreign rule. Looking to the West as the pinnacle of civilization, irrationally perturbing the Britishers, uh, self-serving theories of the white man's burden and the Hindus were, were a nation in the making, that, uh, that the Hindus have achieved nothing of significant in the past and that westernization was the only hope for a dying race, that were the Hindus' unquestioning ex acceptance of myth floated by Westerners even in the, same, in the name of history. Uh, that is the Aryans that came from outside. That life in Bharat was and always has been mere primitive. Okay, Acceptance of such numerous myths had virtually become mandatory for anyone with the slightest pretensions to education and intellectually. That is, this breed still claims adherence even seven decades after independence bespeaks the intensity of the overarching colonial legacy. When we say colonial, we don't mean only Western colonization, we also mean Islamic colonization. All the father figures of, the, of our Dharmic Renaissance, from Swami Vivekananda to Lokmanya Tilak to Mahatma Gandhi, had laid great stress on the fact that re, uh, realizing the society from such mental uh, darkness was, um, was a necessary was necessary as throwing out the imperial uh, rulers. So uh, 
you know, you can have political freedom. What does it mean on the ground? Nothing. The ecosystem is still there. Uh, your mentality hasn't changed. You've been indoctrinated to believe in a in a dysfunctional way uh, to be segregated from your friends, your family, your uh, your ancestors, your native land. You've been brainwashed to be segregated and live in segregation and ghettos. Um, all of a sudden, you think uh, freedom is going to change anything, which is exactly what we went through as children. We were not free. We were still in a colonial mindset. We were still part of relics of we were relics of the empire. And the these colonizers, in in the name of um, Islam and Christianity, and even the Marxists, because Marxism starts in Europe. Um, Communism, communism starts in Europe again, in Russia. So these are all foreign policies, foreign ideas. It's not native to the soil, and they were they controlled the ecosystem, and they wanted everything but to keep the local person on the ground poor, so that they can control our minds and they can control the economics around us. They didn't really care to lead us up. I mean, the, yes, they said it. They, 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 the rhetoric was there, the narrative was there, and there was work done, but. In the backs, in the in the background, they really did not want us to rise above them. They wanted to be the topmost layer, and they always control us, control, control, control. Uh, so they had to always keep us like one or two levels below them, not proficient to the to the ability that we can erode them off, which is exactly what had happened in 2014. But the people on the ground were so fed up after 2,000 years of Abrahamic rule, uh, occupation of our minds, that we said, no, I'm sorry, we want to go back. And this is exactly what happened. So such was the backdrop for emphasizing a country-wide movement such as the RSS. Uh, it is not for the lack of social cohesion which enabled a handful of traders and shopkeepers. Uh, it was the native chieftains who facilitated and repeated the destruction of the sacred uh, Somnath shrine. Wasn't it Ra uh, Raja Mansingh who, uh, by becoming a kingpin of Akbar regime, betrayed the interests of the locals? Um, the the more things change, as of testifying to the proverb. The more things change, the more they remain the same. A considerable section of the so-called academia and the elite even today display a singular lack of national consciousness, even after witnessing uh, such horrendous insult to nationhood as the partition of the country. And that, my dear friends, were the Marxists. Sometimes I wonder if Mahatma Gandhi was a Marxist. Um, or was he just one of the many types of different Congress leaders, but uh, really, uh, or agnostic or something? I, I really don't know, but sometimes I'm bewildered by the man. Not to say that I don't appreciate him. I do appreciate him, and I thank him for what he's done, but uh, there are things that I don't appreciate, so I can go both ways, and I'm, I think I, I, sh I should. I am able to have an opinion uh, that's neutral and not... Uh, you know, plagued by the indoctrination of the National Congress. So the fact that such a breed continues to exist even after so much historical and recent experiences provide the, strongest, the strongest reason for intense and continuous propagation of the ideal of nationalism and recognition of the Hindu um, national identity as a fundamental fact, cooperation and discussion. Any compromise in this regard is bound to cause peril to the hard-earned freedom, and without freedom there will be no prospect for progress. 
for all or neither. Equally, it is the fact of history that national consciousness should not merely remain an idea or concept. It should be reflected in every single activity of, the fam of life. Uh, burning devotion to the motherland, uh, a feeling of fraternity among citizens, intense awareness of common national life, derived from a common culture and shared from history and heritage, these in brief are said to be the const constitute the life springs of a nation. It is these sentiments which have to be instilled in each child. Obviously, this task, this task is beyond the cap uh, capabilities of political institutions. This is basically a social task, and the mechanism evolved uh, for the fulfillment of this important task it was the Rashtra Swayam Sevak Sangh. Dr. Hegdeva not only for, had the foresight to anticipate this need, but also the skills of organization needed to give a concrete shape to that uh, concept. Um, so, Dr. Hegdeva was born in uh, born on Varsha Pratiba, the Hindu New Year, in April on April the first, eighteen eighty nine, which is all Fool's Day. My goodness, at Nagpur, even as a child, he started questioning uh, how a handful of foreigners could go could for so long rule over a vast and ancient nation like Bharat. Uh, no wonder that he threw away the sweets of distributed, uh, distributed on the occasion of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, of on the occasion of the Diamond Jubilee of Queen Victoria's coronation. He was eight years old at the time, and when studying in the high school, he started participating in nationalistic activities, and in fact unfurled the banner of independence during Dasara at Ram Payali in 1907. The intensity of his urge to free the motherland goes steadily. In 1908, he was expelled from school for leading students, students in raising the seditious cry of one day Mataram. So even in 1908, the Brits did not want us to sing one day Mataram. Hasn't it not continued? Well, guess who's still doing it? Um, he had to move to Pune to complete his matriculation. And he opted for a medical course in Calcutta, chiefly promoted by the prospect of getting uh, the first-hand acquaintance with the underground movement. He soon became a core member of one of the leading revolutionary groups called Anushilan Samiti and also plunged himself in various social service activities. Um, so in 1916, he returned to Nagpur as a qualified doctor. However, he did not practice medicine despite dire poverty at home. Uh, remaining a bachelor, he preferred to become a physician to cure the ills of a nation. By then, he had established active contact with uh, stalwarts like Tilak, uh, Lokmanya Tilak, Dr. Munji, Lokmanya, sorry, Loknayak M.S. Ane, and he worked in responsible positions in the Congress and Hindu Mahasabha till the 1920s, early 1920s. He was uh, what we'd call a firebrand today. Um, it was not long before he had to face court trial. In what such trial, he defended himself, declaring the only government that has a right to exist is the government of the people. The Europeans and those who call themselves the government of this country should recognize that for the grateful exit of approaching. He was awarded one year rigorous imprisonment. 
After release from prison, Dr. Hegdewar, while continuously immersed in various social and political activities, intensified his quest for an understanding of the true nature of our nation, for whose freedom the struggle has been carried on. Political emancipation from the foreign rule alone could not provide the cure to the nation's ills. Um, Bharat is not a nation born recently. It is not a nation for millennia. Uh, it has not only been a nation or land of millennia, civilization, but also has, be, has made phenomenal progress in science, commerce, arts, technology, agriculture, and spheres, not to mention philosophy and the spiritual domain wherein achievements continue to elicit wonderment even today. It is also a fact of history that the cultural uh, empires or kingdoms of Bharat extended the whole of Southeast Asia for four centuries or even more. It, equally, it is said it's a sad fact of history that the social disunity and disincension would have been the cause of Bharat's political subjugation by alien invaders. Um, after an 800-year resistance to uh, of Hindus to Islamic rule, and, and or as I like to say, at 1300, because it actually started in 711 AD. So that's 1300 years, my friends, not 800. Get used to that. Um, uh, after, so after the 1300-year resistance of Hindus to Islamic rule, they had their own lesson from the British. What they did to others, others did to them. Seeing the physical rep repression would not be of much avail. British, uh, the British, though subtle and not so subtle ways, attempted to subvert the Hindu mind. They did not did succeed in part, and a westward-looking social segment was created, mainly through enforcement of a new system of education, uh, tailored to generate armies of clerks and brown sahibs. Needless to say, in such an environment, a cleavage developed between the society and its cultural roots and and. Uh, its cultural roots, uh, roots and legacy. The nation identity had been eroded. It's very much what they did to the um, to the native people of Canada. They removed their cultural roots completely. Um, they also um, uh, the the Islamic generation did the same thing with the Islam did the same thing with their invasion. They removed us from our cultural roots, got us to brainwash us to to hate our own ancestors and the knowledge of this land, the ancestors of this land, and and rebuild their own uh, segregated mentality. And this is exactly what it is. Um, it was such a national. Um, it was to such a national self-oblivion that a cure had to be found. The Congress leader's policy of appeasement uh, to, uh, you know, minorities in specific, uh, the relics of colonial empires, uh, as I like to call, um, you know, Christians and Muslims, um, was only one symptom of this malaise. It is an irony of history that even after paying the ultimate price of uh, segregation of their cherished homeland, Hindus have been treated as second-class citizens by successive governments uh, of post-independence Bharat. So yes, um, although this the minorities were in power for so long, they say, oh, minorities, minorities against majoritism. It was these minorities 
who acted like the majority and subjugated this land, this Vedic land, through invasions, colonizations, genocides, without taking responsibility and without apologizing for their rule. And once we got independence, during the post-independence era, they continued that rule by buying out the government. You really think that the currents are going to stop, that the waves are going to stop? If you've got garbage in the in the water, the 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 garbage is going to follow the cycles of the wave and still come to the beach. So, yes, we got independence politically, but the garbage was still in the ocean. We have to clean that garbage from our minds. And only once we spit out that garbage, we remove the Abrahamic occupation of our minds, will we be free. And that has not happened. It takes a lot of social uh, uncleaning and 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 washing of our brains from this negativity and this is what we're all doing we're resurrecting ourselves cleaning our minds um connecting the dots understanding the atwa all that lies in between that is so very important and and cleaning the wound layers and layers and layers going back thousands of years and we are rebuilding healing from the inside that is what is most important healing my friend um and understanding that we're all the same energy field, we're just currencies, sorry, frequencies, of, uh, working in cycles and waves, currents and waves, and that's what we are, currents and waves, layers and layers and layers of frequencies that form these currents and waves. Uh, so, Dr. Hegdewald's response to this challenge was the founding of the RSS in 1925. The sweep and amplitude of one great mind can be fully grasped only by minds with light vision. And thus, in, even in the early days of the sun, it drew praise and approval from eminent stalwarts like Mahatma Gandhi, Savarkar, Subhash Bose, uh, Madan Mohan Malviya and others. The first Saka of the sun was started with a handful of youth in Nagpur. Uh, gradually, the Shaka sprouted in other provinces. Soon, there were vast numbers of uh, Prachakas um, working to the fulfillment of the sun's mission. Dr. Hegdeva toiled night and day to lay a secure foundation from strengthening the growth of the sun. The tremendous work spanning 15 years did take its toll. Dr. Hegdeva succumbed to illness in June, on June 21st, 1940, at a comparatively young age of, of 51. From 1940 onwards, the task of steering the organization as a second, um, second uh, layer generation came upon the shoulders of Sri Guruji, um, Mother Sadishva Golvakar. He and his tireless movement all through the years or to each and every province meeting the Swayam Sevaks, inspiring them to put in more time and energy, made the sun grow rapidly even up far places as in Kerala and Assam. The sun, which previously had only a few shakas in around Nagpur, Vidarbha and Maharashtra, had in some distant places like Lahore, Delhi, Varanasi, Calcutta and Madras, began spreading with the inspiring personality at the helm far and wide in the highly surcharged prevailing political atmosphere in the country. Then struggling for its freedom with its ever-increasing numbers of pra, uh, pracharkas, submitting themselves to the, for the sun to work, giving a further fillip to the process. Uh, Sri Guruji, with his great erudition, confidently propounded the historical and sociological 
background and, a, and the logicality of the concept of the Rashtra, um, Hindu Rashtra, as in Hindustan. Okay, so uh, a stan, a land with where we are currents and waves, bodies of waters, and everyone belongs to the civilization, whatever angle you have, whatever group, whatever label, everyone belongs to civilization. We have to contribute to the civilization. Um, thus, as more and more workers embodied in the Sung ideology and organization skill got ready with his blessings, one more or one after another organizations began to branch forth as and when the circumstances demanded. So, um, in the meanwhile, the assassination of Mahatma of Gandhiji, the Sung also had to go through unjustly and temporarily uh, pass through a fire ordeal of a ban. But ultimately, it came totally unblemished as out of the eclipse again continued with its mission. 1973, after 33 years of long and unstinted stewardship, Sri Guruji passed away, and responsibility was passed to uh, Sri Balasaheb Dioras, uh, third layer, third generation. In his tenure, of 20 years, the growth of the sun, apart from geographical, inspired far and wide, um, has been meteoric, with helping members of ver varied service projects and ever-expanding horizons of the sun-inspired uh, organizations. Balasaheb Dioras um, passed on the baton of the sun Sar Sang Chalak to Professor Rajinder Singh in 1994. He in turn uh, delegated his responsibility to K.S. Sudarshan in the year 2000. In 2009, Sudarshan passed this responsibility um, onwards to Dr. Mohenra Bhagwat, um, and who's under whose uh, leadership the RSS is a marching band, it is marching ahead on its way to accomplish a mission and translate its vision into a strong and prosperous Bharat. Um, in its simplest terms, the ideal of the sun is to carry nation to pinnacle of glory through the organization, the, uh, the entire society, and ensuring protection of Hindu dharma. Having identified his goal, the sun created a method of work um, in, in consonance with that deal. Decades of functioning has confirmed that it is the most effective way of organizing a society. The Sung method of working is the simplest kind and there is hardly anything esoteric about it. Coming together every day for an hour is the heart of the technique and the Sung has always grown only by personal contact. This is a well-contained mechanism, hence its success. The daily shaka is undoubtedly the most visible symbol of the RSS. The shaka is a simple structure in its grand conception. No better example can be given to prove the truth of the adage that it takes a genius to simplify a mechanical tool, while even a third-rate engineer can complicate a simple mechanic. After nearly two decades since the inception of the sun, uh, people continue to express puzzlement as to how a simple tool as a daily shaka can produce idealist patriots of such sterling worth, willing to dedicate all their energies and talents to the motherland, willing even to shed their lives if need be protect, to protect the honor of the motherland. Herein lies an extraordinary vision, skill, and foresight of Dr. Hegdara, the founder of the sun.
So what is a shaka? A shaka is a saffron flag that flutters in the midst of an open playground. Youth and boys of all ages engage in a variety of indigenous games. Uninhibit, uninhibited joy fills the air. They are exercises, Surya Namaskar, sometimes training and skillfully wielding the danda. All activities are totally disciplined. The physical fitness programs are followed by a group of singing uh, of patriotic songs. Also forming part of the routine is the explosion, exposition and discussion of national events and problems. The day activity culminates in participants assembling in, in orderly rows in front of the flag as a single whistle of the group leader and, rever uh, and reciting a prayer, Namaste Sada Vatsale Matrabhumi, my salutations to you, loving motherland. The prayer verses, even as the group's leader, various commands are all in Sanskrit. The prayers conclude with a heartfelt utterance of the inspirational inc uh, of incantation, Bharat Mata Ki Jai. This is the outline of the Shaka of the RSS, the participants of the Sun Swayam Sevaks. The shaka is the most effective time-tested instrument of molding of men in patriotic lines, outreaching by its far and physical dimension. The shaka process is further uh, strengthened by graded training camps, celled together as the sung shiksha varga at the provincial and all Bharat level and at regular intervals. The sung has popularized the observance of six national festivals of social significance. Varsha Pratipada or Hindu New Year, the Hindu Samrajya Dinotsav or Jaishta Suddha Traidoshi, commemorating the coronation of Chhatrapati Sivaji, the Guru Puja on Ashada Purnima, and the Raksha Bandhan or Shravarna Purnima, Vijay Dashmi or uh, Ashvaiju Shuddha Dashmi, and Makera Sankranti. People expressing doubt about the continued survival and growth of an idea like the RSS were aplenty in the 20s and, and later. However, such doubts have, after second seven decades, given a place of amazement. Such has been the phenomenal growth of the sun. Today, there is not one single major field of life which has remained beyond the pur pur uh, purview of the sun swam sevaks. Um, this does not simply this does not imply that it's it's always been about smooth sailing it had to pa it had to pass through many adversities uh by before being banned officially by the government in 48 and in 75 each time the sun came out and out of ordeal with redoubled splendor the steady growth of the sun is in remarkable contrast with the national or international movement of ism which after initial flurry slowly died a natural death and denigrated and changed their form and recognition. So gone are the days when the uh, Vedic, the Dharmic society could be denigrated by all its sundry. Uh, gone are two other days where they are uh, heaping contempt on the Dharmic society by one ruse or another of equated with intellectual superiority. That means, uh, 
supremacy, okay? These Abrahamic groups, the communist groups, the Marxist groups, who think they are holier than thou, who, who have a supremacist mindset uh, in India. This feudal English-speaking group uh, who think that just because they speak English, um, they can denigrate anyone, look down upon everyone, and any language that's not English or English um, or foreign, as they say, are third grade languages, and that is really, really the mistake uh, that these people make all the time, because the more they put us down, the more we want to get up, because we're cyclic. It's not that we're going to stop because of their nonsense, um, but it is... Uh, 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 it is what it is, it exists, and uh, gone are the days where they denigrated us and got away with it. So one side they're using, uh, uh, they're using uh, secularism in the front to say that everyone is equal. Behind the scenes, they are denigrated. Anyone who doesn't go with their mentality, who doesn't speak English, who doesn't rise up to, to speak uh, English as, as they speak it, um, to have an English mentality or Western um, Western slash Marxist mentality to denigrate the ancestors of this land, the history, uh, uh, the knowledge of our ancestors, and put it away as a primitive people. And it's been going on for 3,000 years, my friend, with the Abrahamic groups who came here as refugees and also who came here and rebuilt this and who 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 then resurrected the power and became, you know, our invaders. Um, after the advent of um, independence in 1947, the centuries-long struggle for freedom gave place to the task of nation-building precisely in a literal sense. But the crucial question was, should be what should be the goal and the means to achieve it? And it was here that the men at the helm stumbled. They had all along been, they had all along been, while engaged in the freedom struggle, equating the mere transfer of power from alien rulers with real independence, and hence, to some extent, were bewildered at the sudden turn of circumstances in which they were empowered with the authority to rule. Uh, the fact for them is that this God-given historic opportunity to shape the destiny of the nation, which was as it were taking a new birth altogether. The real need was to identify the character and the time-tested basic values which this ancient nation stood for millennia and reshape the land on the basis of, uh, of any modification suited for the changing needs of the day. But they deemed, their, they deemed the economic progress and material welfare as the finality of an independent nation. They have they had before them two models, both from the West, while the American one had its capitalist economy and individual freedom, and um, which in fact was eating into the very vitals of social life. And the other side, you have the Russian socialist communist alternative with the ambitious five-year plans presented to facade, uh, uh, presented as a facade for heaven and earth, uh, heaven on earth, in which actually the individual was but a cog in the wheel, uh, but enamored by both the material progress alone being made the touchstone, the new rulers opted to simultaneously uh, exercise uh, both, uh, which ultimately tended to be a nation of carbon copy of each other. Uh, the Sung and its total commitment to the actualization of Sava, in other words, the Hindu ethos or the 
Vedic ethos, keeping itself away from the powers that be from 1947 onwards, began its own to extend the influence on varied, varied fields of social life. Um, the pledge, which until then was for the liberation of the of Hindu Rashtra, was amended to indicate uh, Swarna, Swar, Sarvagina un, Unnati, all around development of the nation. The entire gamut of social life was planned to be designed on the rock bed of Hindu nationalism. The Swayam Sevaks, with the insight. Uh, and organizational skills they acquired through the samkars uh, and the uncompromising urge for the national reassertion gradually became began to enter one after another field of national life. The progress of com the progress commenced as early as in the end of the 40s and has in these four decades encompassed a vast number of areas that the society is composed of. Uh, so we know 1948, unfortunately, Mahatma Gandhi was assassinated by someone who was part of the RSS but had left. Okay, very important to say um, that he had left. He was not part of the Parishad uh, um, or the Sangh, should I say. Um, the, so the Sangh was banned. Um, uh, but it had come out of that and grown into national nationwide student organization. Um, sorry. Uh, the movement also brought about uh, the ABVP, which is another group, alliance group, and in the course of time has grown in a massive nationwide student organization, successfully harnessing the buoyancy, time, intelligence, talent, and creativity of the students over and above the educational responsibilities for nation building. Today, the ABVP is recognized as a front-rank student organization with a totally nationalistic look. So the education system initiated by Macaulay um, with the motive of producing an army of brown-skinned Englishmen or civil servants as they call to serve the imperial administration as the most obedient servants was another legacy of the British rule. Uh, so our civil servants, our civil society is all started with the British, which is not bad. I mean, you need civil service to, to run the country. Um, uh, but after independence, there was dying to reshape the entire system. Uh, in 1952, the nursery school founded um, in Gorakhpur, Uttar Pradesh, with an attempt to, towards inculcating, along with mandatory, mandatory academic knowledge, discipline, patriotic outlook, love for the mother tongue, high moral values, Hindu principles, and the trust of education being based upon the holistic approach by the physical, intellectual, moral, and spiritual growth of the people. Um, and, and that system of being evolved by the Vidya Bharati, an umbrella body for thousands of uh, education, educational institutions ranging from nursery to post-graduation. There was a systematic um, alienation of tribals uh, inhabiting remote forest areas, but who form an inseparable part of the Hindu society. And to proselytization was another grave challenge and demand that demanded immediate corrective measures. Far away and hence uncontaminated by sophisticated modernity, they are yet uh, to deprived of literacy, committed to their own rustic cultural moorings, moorings and have 
and are also very talented. The trade union movement, guided by alienist, uh, socialist, and Marxist philosophy, started in the 30s, was gaining ground by the time the British left. The philosophy was with its fate in, cl in class conflict and its meto methodology of anti-production strikes was in fact, both in theory and practice, a negation of labor and interest. Uh, the Sun totally new labor movement, apolitical in character, based uh, on Hindu tenants, was started in 1955. The BMS believes in coalition conciliation where the, whenever dispute arises and considers strike as the last resort. Um, so the Sangh was uh, organizing by itself, effectively organizing the Hindus in inculpating in their healthy some cards like discipline and social consciousness. They, the need for the Vishwa Hindu Parishad began to be felt in the 60s for uh, increasing again certain grey areas of the activities of the former. For example, there was a need to organize the overseas Hindus residing in 150 countries and provide them with necessary arrangements for upholding their Hindu samkars and faith in daily lives. They also need to bring all sadhus, sannyasis, and orthodox uh, people into on their platforms. And the VHP, the Vishwa Hindu Parishad, was formed in 1964. The VHP is now spearheading a movement to build the Ram Janmabhumi Ayodhya Temple. Um, so, so having uh, established a foothold in the political areas for 25 years, uh, the BGS, the Bharatiya Jan Sangh in 1951 under the presidentship of Dr. Mukherjee uh, came to be um, born um, and became the strongest constituent in the Janta Party which assumed power in 1977. Um, yes, so uh, in 1936 Srimati Lakshman Bhai Kilka of Varda was prevailing upon Dr. Hegdavar that was just as men were being trained in the sun, women too needed to be trained in nationalism and proper samskar. And after many months of discussion, Dr. Hegdavar in the end promised to help all, um, to help to all to um, Srimati Kilkar to found the Rashtra. Sevika Samiti, an exclusive women's organization with its goal at the same as the Sangbat, which was called upon to operate parallel to the latter, which a different name, prayer, and independent structure. Uh, so basically, uh, that is what the RSS is. It's, it's a lot more to read. I'm not going to go into all of it. Um, the, I'll just read basically a little bit of uh, Kashmir. The state of Jammu and Kashmir with its oppressive Islamic occupation uh, and majority um, Islamic majority character has been a headache for the country ever since independence. The forces inimical to Bharat never wanted Kashmir to integrate itself with Bharat. That is, the Indian National Congress did, did not care about Kashmir, did not want Kashmir. And in October 1947, immediately after independence, when Pakistani forces invaded Kashmir, these elements conspired with the enemy to defeat every move to save the situation on our side. 
However, thanks to the timely collaboration of the entire Sung force, then present in Jammu with the armed forces of Bharat, Kashmir was saved. Had it not been for the premature and insensible ceasefire declared uh, unilaterally by our government, even with a large chunk of the territory was still under the siege of Pakistan, our armed forces would then itself have driven out the the latter completely beyond the, uh, our borders, and they would not have been the problem of Pakistan occupied Kashmir. Um, that even now undermines our sovereignty. The problem of Kashmir is in fact one of our own making, since keeping in mind its unique demographic character, unlike the state, it was conferred a special status on the Article 8, um, 370 of the Constitution, even if after its total accession to Bharat. In 1952, in those, uh, the, the Bharatiya Jan Sang and the Praja Parishad, in those days, the political front of the Sang in Jammu and Kashmir jointly agitated against their special status, and the B BGS had to pay a heavy price in the debt of Shaima Mukherjee, uh, the founder president of the party in Srinagar. He died under dubious circumstances after being incarcerated there for having led a batch of satyagrahis defying a ban on his entry to the state. However, because of this agitation, the game plan of the conspirators, which Sheikh Abdullah as his kingpin after being exposed, was thwarted and Kashmir was once more saved by this time. So we know that uh, Abdullah, Sheikh Abdullah, the kingpin uh, wanted to thwart, thwart every move to make sure that the Article 370 was not removed and Kashmir would go into Islamic territory. Um, so basically that is it. Um, I just also wanted to say that I, I, I did mention earlier on that Kash, um my fathers came, my, my parents came to the other side of the Indian border on the Pakistan side and from Karachi. And um, uh, one of them was young when they came, I uh, was born before partition. And uh, I think, I think uh, from some stories I heard, they were part uh, of the RSS at one point to affiliate not directly part of the sun, but to affiliates and helping to uh, resurrect the um, to resurrect uh, the Indian state uh, social movement and fight for freedom. Um, I think one of my parents was involved, but they never mentioned anything. Anyway, I just thought you know I I was looking through some details and I heard a few comments here and there back then. Um, and, and basically, um, yeah, um, I tried to put two and two together and try to get some knowledge for history books for that. And I think, I think I'm not sure, uh, worked with the RSS, or should I say with the Sun affiliate for independence, um, you know, I, I've always been interested in this organization. I cannot say, you know, it always tingled my senses, and I never knew why. And I, it was very later on I, I came to know that, you know, my father, some of the things that happened during independence, he was a satyagrahi. Okay, he was not. He was a non-violent type, uh, the one with the satyagraha. 
but he was um, involved with other um, a lot affiliate organizations to fight uh, for independence as a satyagrahi, and uh, he was put in prison. I'm not certain he came out, but uh, was successful in the political arena, but not in uh, the ideological. And we still remain ideological slaves. But I've always wanted to know about this organization, and I'm glad that today, after all these years, I can have that uh, conversation. So thank you to all of you for listening in today. Um, I really appreciate it. Please do your homework, and you know, find find as much as you want on the RSS. There's a lot of negativity uh, propagated by the Indian National Congress and, and Congress and, and foreign uh, powers, uh, mainly non-Indians, foreigners, Westerners, Islamists, uh, everyone saying everything and anything to degrade uh, the Hindu, Hindu politicians, Hindu nationalists, uh, the Hindu people, um, this is yeah they they they're articles and articles and articles um degrading the sung but you can have your own opinion uh you don't have to join them you don't have to curse them you don't have to you know be part of them you don't have to do anything what your job is is to research and understand how every step of the way to resurrect our vedic nation there are people from the outside who are willing to do anything and everything to dis to to degrade uh, and to stop us from reforming this Vedic civilization because they know once once you know Bharat rises up then all their stories about the truth the way the life the only God the perfect God the best God will go go downstream because it doesn't work um, but um, yes yes it is important for you to do the research don't depend on others with the negative talk um, do your research yourself and spread your uh, your news with your friends um, share your your research with your friends have that debate not a problem to have a debate um, with your family with your social media groups um, and so on and so forth and there's a lot of knowledge on the internet if you want you, you're most welcome to you can go to the RSS website and absolutely um, you know gain as much as energy as possible and um, yeah, empower yourself with knowledge to heal and to join us, you know, as many volunteer groups as possible because volunteering is the best healing process. It's the best way to heal is to volunteer. So again, on that note, I say if you're feeling uh, down and out, you need help, you need to be surrounded by people you, you love, or who love you, who share, support you, join any volunteer organization. It will be the best thing ever. And the biggest volunteer organization in the world uh, with Vedic roots is the RSS. Uh, it's your call how to do it, how not to do it. I'm not here to promote any organization. I am here to, uh, I don't know any member of the RSS. I have no idea. I've never, ever known any, uh, you know, person of the of the RSS. But they live among us. They're human beings. And they all live among us. We grew up together. Uh, whether they joined, some people joined the RSS, some people did not join. Whoever wanted to do, did, did what they wanted. Uh, we don't know them. They don't, you know, they don't uh, 
publicize their the material um, they don't wear something special or different it's just like us they're human beings and they have all right to be proud of this land and help us resurrect ourselves heal and go from there so on that note i say thank you for your time i wish you a great day remember everyone Akva, all that lies in between Himutva, the uh, water that surrounds the land and the currents that form our waves it is important to understand those currents thank you for your time you have yourself a great day